I've noticed that in the, the business world, there is the mentality of taking a short-term hit for a long-term gain. Or even you can see this in the sports world, and you can see this in a lot of other places too, within our own day and age. One, when I was back in high school, junior year of high school, I decided to go on a limb and try football for a year. It was really fun that year. But man, did I work hard. Did we work hard? We had two weeks in particular that were called Hell Week because we had two-a-days then, which means we had two practices within one day, three-hour practices, each of them. And man, after each day, I felt like... (laughs) I'm about to die because I was just so tired after that day. It was done. And I'm grateful for the encouragement I had received from my teammates and my coaches because I don't know if I could have been able to get through it by myself. But it was just like really intense training for us within those those two weeks. It was a short term, but the gain was to be able to go to the championship, to be able to win games. That was our goal, play the game of football well, get ourselves conditioned so that we could do that. So we had that, those intense days, that short-term loss, for that potential long-term gain, to be able to play the game of football well that season. Another example is I've seen around when I've been fishing around the area and lakes is that I've noticed that there are new huge houses being built on these lakes. And I've heard that sometimes these are places where they've been, they've had like smaller cabins in the, before that. So they would tear down these smaller cabins and they make larger houses on these like lake plots. Of course, it was to help with, you know, fitting their needs or their desires for that matter. They took a short-term loss in losing money in tearing down the small house, the small cabin, to make a long-term gain with making that larger house, that mansion, if you will, on the lake. We see here something taking place similarly within this gospel passage. That this, that this steward had taken a short-term hit in order to make <clears throat> a long-term gain. <clears throat> Excuse me. We see here that, for, let's, so let's get into this gospel passage. It can be very confusing, this passage. In fact, uh, St. Jerome, if you're confused by it, St. Jerome was also confused. He was the Latin scholar who translated the Bible, or the New Testament, I should say, into Latin from the Greek. But yet, let's try to dig into this. So a rich man had a steward. The steward was one who took care of this rich man's wealth and his money. He's basically his bank, bank keeper, or bookkeeper, that matter. He was one who was in charge of making the transactions between the various people whom the rich man interacted with. And so he was in charge of all the money. And so we see here that 
this steward was squandering his, this rich man's property. And so the rich man, well, summoned him and said, prepare a full account of your stewardship. Prepare a full account of what, of what you've been doing with my money. So he called, so this steward was, well, we have to get the picture that this steward was one who worked for a rich man. He was one who was very high up in the rank of work, or I should say in the rank of, in the, among the populace. He was one who had a rather cushy life, I would say. So we see here that his response to this rich man is that, I'm not, what shall I do? I'm not strong enough to dig, and I'm ashamed to beg. In other words, he is, he is well, not physically able to, to, to work in the field because of his work with this rich man. But then he's also ashamed to beg. In other words, he's not willing to go down to the level of a being a poor person and begging on the street because he had such a high-positioned job before. And so, he's, so his pride has gotten in the way of that. And so because of that, he thought, okay, well, I'm going to call my, the people who owe money to my master and call them forth. And so these, these couple of people come forward one owes a hundred measures of olive oil. And instead of paying the full thing, he's, the steward says, write one for 50 instead to that, or write one for, let's say, 80 or a lesser amount so that he, so the steward, could keep the, the other amount of money that was lost that the master should have had. So that's how he was able to quote-unquote, report back to his master that he was not stealing anything. And so this man was being, quote-unquote, very prudent, right, well, in Jesus' words. But yet we see here that Jesus, you can hear him say that with a sadness in his heart, the person who, for the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than our children of the light. This man was willing to take a short-term loss for a long-term gain of being right with his master and being able to be pleasing to him. We see here that this happens in the world all the time. But you and I are children of the light. You, are, you and I are ones who, have been, who know Jesus. How much are we willing to make a short-term loss for long-term gain of gaining heaven? How much, you and I, how much are you and I willing to give up so that we can gain eternal happiness with God in heaven? That's what Jesus is asking here. He says people like us are not willing to do that as much as children of the, gen- the world. We need to grow in this area. It's always hard for us because we walk by faith. We can't necessarily see the joys of heaven right away or, or what we're gaining from this sacrifice that we take on. But yet Jesus encourages us in this gospel passage to do that. So what are we willing to give up for the sake of Jesus to gain eternal life with him? What kind of... How are we willing to give up the internet, for instance, if we're stuck on pornography? Or are we willing to give extra money 
and give an actual tithe to the parish, 10%, in order to be generous with the Lord? Are we willing to spend time every day at a particular moment of the day, 15 minutes, spending that time with Jesus in prayer so we can gain a relationship with God every day? This is what Jesus is asking us to do. And so as we come to the approach this altar, let's ask our Lord, what ways am I holding on to things and not willing to give them up for you to gain, the short, to gain eternal life with you? And then, Lord, help us, help me to give that up so as to gain eternal life with you and happiness with you. Blessed Mother Mary, pray for us.